I'm going to resume recording and uh, just quickly bring up the presentation. If you can all just show me uh, whether you can see that or not. Do I have a thumbs up? Right. Now, I'm going to keep your faces here on the presentation. If at any point you feel the presentation has disappeared or the flights are not slip, you know, going from transitioning from one to the other, just go wave your hands, whatever, and I'll just bring the presentation back because technology is doing strange things these days. Now, before we jump into the presentation, <clears throat> I want to wish you all very, very, very happy uh, Chinese New Year. It's the year of the Blackwater Tiger. Mike is stoked because apparently the ox is one of the animals that gets along best with the tiger. So he's got all the luck and prosperity for him this year. I'm a snake. Apparently snake and tiger doesn't get along that well. <laughs> So, um, um, but I'm wishing, I'm wishing for myself a very happy Chinese New Year as well. So there's one or two coming in, but I think we're ready to go. Now, on our previous presentation, we started talking about conscious leadership as something that can make impact. So over the next couple of weeks, I'm using that acronym to really dissect conscious leadership more for us and previously we spoke about the influence that's associated with the word impact and how you as a conscious leader can have more influence over other people obviously in a positive way and today we're talking about the M of impact so we're talking a little bit more about the meaning that you can create in other people's lives so Impact the last time if you missed or, or the influence last time if you missed that one. This is a five series, a five module series. I M P A C T. Oh no, six. So it's a six module series. The previous time we spoke about influence, do go and watch that one as well if you missed that one because this M today meaning is the second one and it's all set up in a way to set you up as a more conscious and successful leader, especially if you're a coach or a consultant or a speaker or, or an author or in any form of leadership position where you want to see change and transformation. And uh, we need you now um, on this planet more than ever before. So let's jump into meaning. I just want to show you what we're going to cover today. Uh, we're going to basically talk to you about how to demonstrate significant worth and value and what you offer your customers. So this is obviously focusing on, on the customers that you serve as a conscious leader, but obviously the wider community as well. So in here, we're going to touch on uh, five topics, your leadership vision, your skills portfolio, your entertainment or your edutainment value, how you can affect change through transformation and just revisit the value and leverage formula. So you may sit here today as a leader or as a potential leader, or maybe you're just a business professional, but you have this calling, you have this pull towards leading a community or a group or your family. And um, this is really five strategies that you can actually uh, use to actually create more meaning in their lives. So let's get going on the first topic here, uh, which is your leadership vision. Now, when I think of having a vision as a leader, I really think of, you know, before you go outside and look what's required outside, really going inside and start recognizing and cultivating uh, those 
characteristics that's really important for you to have as a leader. And one of those characteristics, or actually a few from them, comes from one of my favorite birds, which is the eagle. So if you're sitting here today and you're going, you know what, I really want to have more of a crisp vision as a leader, or you may feel I'm so bogged down in the operations, I've lost inspiration, I'm only seeing the trees, I actually can't see the forest from the top, then I would highly recommend that you go and study the eagle. And how do you do that? Maybe go onto YouTube's and, and, and YouTube channels and just put in there, you know, characteristics of the eagle, leadership characteristics of the eagle. You find the most amazing stuff. And that also brings leadership and leadership vision to you in a much more fun way and in a much more understandable way. You know, one of these videos that I watched about the eagle not too long ago talks about some of these eagles when they feel that they've given too much or they've overstretched themselves they literally fly into the mountains and they pluck all their hairs out and they basically sit there like naked eagles and then they regrow all their hair. They like regenerate themselves like the phoenix and then they sort of make a comeback. So I'm not asking you to go and sit there and pluck all of your hair out, but I mean, <laughs> if that's your thing. But I love that regenerational effect of the eagle. You know, I think a lot of us has been through a lot um, in life but especially over the past couple of years, we've been challenged. So you may sit here today as a leader and you may have lost some of your original inspiration or some of your original mojo, and you've just in general lost hope. And now I wanna encourage you to go and blow new breath into your vision as a leader by plucking all of your feathers out. In other words, go full on detox, reinvent your body, reinvent your mind, mind, reinvent your spirit, blow new life into you and make a comeback. That's always, always possible. You're never too old to do this. I've seen people making comebacks. Let me tell you, um, one of them is my grandmother. Boy, oh boy, did she make a comeback. She's now, now 93. I think she was getting fully prepared for her old age home. She was now ready to be an old lady. She was ready to eat her tea and cakes and not listen to anyone. And then suddenly life called her and said, look, your children need you and you need to step up again as a mother and be that leader, leader and matriarch in the family. And boy, oh boy, did she actually eat that call. She's 93 and she's going stronger every year. So it's never over. It's never too late to reinvent yourself. It's never too late to go and pluck those feathers, do it all over again, lift yourself out of the forest. And I, forest, and I think he's, here's the key word, go and find new perspective. It's difficult to, it's difficult to have new perspective if you sit at home today or every day, or if you stay at your computer. Now, I know there's many of you um, that have restrictions, but a new perspective really just is about more exposure. Expose yourself to different conversations. Expose yourself to different YouTube videos, if that's your thing. Expose yourself to need re new reading material. You know, I'm challenging myself this year to read new types of books than what I usually read, because that, in essence, is a new door, but it also gives me new perspective. So I've been drawn to a different type of books, like, um, you know, the, 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 the way animals and fishes 
behave underneath the ocean, for example, uh, which is completely different from personal development and, and professional development books or even spiritual literature and all those things. But do ask yourself, you know, if you go and Google the different type of reads that's out there, how can you expose yourself? How can you expand your mind to think a little bit differently? And then, of course, looking at the, the, the eagle um, and having a leadership vision for me is probably more than ever practice what you preach. Um, I think many, many leaders are starting to uh, think before they speak. You might say to me, Landy, where are you seeing those leaders who's thinking before they're speaking, but they are out there. <laughs> they really are out there. But, you know, I think I'm talking about the ones that, that really has made a lot of or had a lot of work on themselves. The leaders that is, is sort of operating behind the scenes, uh, who's the root system below the trees and is really growing fast and hard. And, and I think very soon we're gonna, gonna see a lot of them blooming and flowering because of that work that's been done in the shadow. But uh, I think personally, my opinion is that there is a wave of leadership coming through that uh, is gonna be held more accountable in terms of practicing what they preach, being more credible and walking their talk. And I think that is uh, very, very refreshing for all of us. But that goes for all of you on the school as well, who really has that calling towards leadership is to just always continue the work within because the stronger the work within, the more you're going to be able to create meaning for people out there. So, and then lastly, under leadership vision is, you know, it's a fantastic experience to lift yourself out of the forest and look at your life and your purpose and everything from the top. Um, and then Ultimately, what I see constantly working over and over again is the person who has those eagle eyes, but then can go and put it into a plan. Now, after we talk about leadership vision and inspiration and lifting yourself out of a, a forest and having perspective, putting it down into a practical plan can sound pretty boring. Now, if you listen to this and you go, I cannot have that in a practical plan. The, the sad part about that is then the plan doesn't get executed. And if it's really something you don't want to do, see if it's possible for you this year to give that plan to someone else or to partner on that plan with someone else so that the plan does not become stale simply because you have a specific preference. And of course, you're allowed to have your preference, but there's so much genius sitting on this call today. All of you have so much meaning that you can give to your people, uh, your community, your family. It would actually be, um, you know, strange that all of that gets blocked just because you don't want to put it in a plan or execute a plan. So I really want to encourage you this year to find those project managers, to find those people who love to take a plan. And I always say, you know, the best resource you can have on your team, and this is something that probably many of us on this call won't understand because many of us on this call um, is pioneers or we are renegades. Some of us are a little bit rebellious. Uh, some of us, you know, are, are freedom uh, fighters, we have our truth seekers here, and many times those titles are not really people who like to execute a plan. But if you have a job description or an idea of someone you want on your team this year, look for one thing and one thing alone, a people 
who has the ability to and love to follow instructions. I cannot tell you what a rare skill that is. There's nothing wrong with that skill. It's probably one of the most golden skills you can get on this planet. I mean, for me, to follow instructions in the plan is something I have to constantly discipline myself on. So if you find those people and you can put them on a team and you can say to them, look, I have a plan. I have a vision as a leader. And in order to execute that, you only have to follow these five steps, but religiously every day, you will create an empire. It's as simple as that. But we tend to ask people all these technical skills and we overcomplicate our job briefs, whereas all they should be willing to do is learn and follow the instructions and keep to those instructions no matter what. So the second part of really creating meaning in the lives of other, others as a conscious leader is to go and revisit your skills portfolio. Now, you might want to have to quickly take a picture of the skills portfolio here. Uh, just a quick check in that you all can see this white eagle and the skills portfolio. Can you still see the slides? And anyone, anyone want to just do a thumbs up for me? Right, yeah, thanks, Ian. Isn't this beautiful, just a white eagle? I'm not even sure if a white eagle exists, but uh, this photo is done in black and white. So it made, it's probably a colorful eagle that was made black and white. But there's the skills portfolio. The skills portfolio is to help you as a leader to see how far you've come. Many times leaders massively underestimate their competency set. You know, they just go and acquire more knowledge, acquire more experience, work on client sites. But because you're now an entrepreneur, uh, you have not had to do a CV for the last maybe five years, last 10 years, last 20 years, some 40 years. And so you've never done a reconciliation in the last couple of years over your skills portfolio and what you can bring to the table. And when I get leaders to do this exercise, they many times pleasantly surprised. And you can maybe go and give this to a designer and attach it to your emails when you send out client proposals, or maybe you have client meetings and you just have this one pager in gloss printed with you or you have it in, in lamination. I know we're not big all on printing and I know we're all in the digital age, but having that one pager and you don't have to give it to people, you can carry it with you. So you only have to do one of them is incredibly useful as marketing collateral. So go and do a bit of a reconciliation of how far you've come because the more updated your skills portfolio, the more your confidence go up in terms of the level of meaning that you can create in the lives of your clients. So this is just a template example. Um, so as I said, if you want to take a picture of it, you're welcome. But you can just go and put in there, what is my unique essence as a leader at this stage in my life? What is the social proof that I've required over the years? You know, here's all my social links. Where's my followings? Is that applied to you? Uh, what is my professional summary? What is a summary of the experience and education I've acquired? Do I perhaps have accreditations and certifications and associations I belong to? What is my expertise at the moment and what is my accolades? This is really to showcase what you can do for other people, but more importantly, what is the meaning you can provide to the clients that you serve? And even more importantly, why they should trust you and not someone else. And if you don't want to call this a skills portfolio, just change the heading there and change it to uh, your credibility 
portfolio or your trust portfolio if skills portfolio uh, feels too braggy to you. So that is definitely something you can go and add to your marketing collateral. And I find many times if I send a person to a client meeting and they don't necessarily feel confident or it feels too salesy for them, having something like this that can simply be handed at the person at the beginning or at the end of the meeting is very, very useful in upping your confidence. I just want to note to everyone, a side note, that me and Mike are on our three-day water fast. And today is day two. You seem happy, Mary? Seems like you've become very acquainted with water fasts. But um, so far, it's easier than what I thought. But uh, I don't want to say too loud. <laughs> I don't want to jinx myself. <laughs> But anyway, um, so here we are now on topic three, edutainment. Now, this is a term that many of you have heard before, um, but I think really it's becoming now more uh, prominent than ever before that if you want to create real meaning in, in the lives of your clients and those people that surround you, you have to edutain. Uh, you know, all of you on this call in some way, shape or form are people who teach you people who um, convey knowledge to other people. You people who convey intelligence and wisdom to other people. And that all falls within the umbrella of entertainment. But these days, if you want to create real meaning for people, you have to get them to laugh. Uh, you have to get them to drop some of the seriousness. And that's really where the entertainment aspect of it comes. Now, people ask me, like, what do you expect me to do? You know, like... Put on my client clown suit and and uh, ring the bells and that's really really not the case I'm, I'm really asking people just to bring in more of the fun you know if you're teaching a person how to um, operate more effectively in the workplace it doesn't have to be that serious if you're teaching a person how to transform their body and life it doesn't have to be that serious if you're teaching a person to become more spiritual, or if you're teaching a person how to re-engineer a business process, or if you're teaching a person um, or their clients how to, um, you know, comply to a certain skill set, doesn't matter what you teach. Ask yourself if you are dry or if you are fly. So, you know, in other words, are you really boring the life out of people? Um, or are you really actually getting those smiles on their faces? It's an easy measurement. If you are only educating people, this is what their faces will look like. If you're entertaining people, this is what their faces will look like. It's that simple. So next time, look at your people. Ask yourself, am I boring these people? Or am I actually putting a smile on their face and, and that they feel the lightness and they feel, look, at it's serious information, but it's conveyed by a fun, light person. And that for me is edutainment. And if you want to add a third aspect to it, because I love anything three-dimensional, as you know, then I would bring meaning to my clients by combining edu education with entertainment, with inspiration. If you can put those three cards on the table, then you actually are not only conveying filtered intelligence to people, you're entertaining them. In other words, you're making them feel good, but you're also giving them hope. And, uh, you know, I've been thinking about this whole, you know, 
things and everything that's going on in the world and the things people are worried about, whatever. And my biggest thing that's been going round and round and round my mind is how at this stage can we give people hope? What specifically can we do to help people have hope? I think hope is probably one of the most beautiful commodities. Hope is really the person sitting there going, my business is going, my relationships is going, I'm never going to be able to travel again. Um, you know, my freedom is, is seriously threatened here. To give people hope is probably one of the most phenomenally powerful things you can do as a conscious leader. And you do that with education, entertainment and inspiration. That brings us to the next one, which is change through contribution. And the only message I want to really bring across here is that you want to contribute to your people. You want to contribute to the clients in your immediate vicinity, but you're not only contributing to one group of people. You have a community to contribute to, you have an industry to contribute to, and you have a, a planet to contribute to. So when you're sitting down and you're doing your eagle thing and you lift yourself out of the forest and you look down, ask yourself, how as a conscious leader can I create meaning in all three of those levels, your immediate community, as well as your industry, as well as your planet, and try not to make it overwhelming for you. As you know, I'm not a big fan of, uh, you know, vigorous to-do lists and, and, and a massive amount of things to do. Just put one down there. Say, you know what? After today's session, I'm going to grab myself a coffee or a tea or a wine or a gin or, in my case, a water. <laughs> and ask myself these three questions. How can I, number one, or what specifically, Mike will tick me on the fingers if I hear yeah, I'm asking how questions. <laughs> ask yourself question number one. What specifically can I do to create incredible meaning to my community in the year 2022? Number two, what specifically can I do to create phenomenal meaning to my industry in which I'm operating? And number three, what one thing, doesn't have to be lists and lists of stuff, what one thing can I do to create significant meaning to my planet this year? And that in itself will help you just to lift a little bit out of that forest and see the bigger picture of why you're doing what you're doing. So those are the three eggs there. You just need to lay the three eggs and then they can hatch. But they're not going to hatch if you're not laying those eggs. And then last but not least, and then I really want to open for a little bit of questioning or discussions and statements because uh, I really would like to interact a little bit more with you and, and give you also that sense of we're all here together on the call and, and hear what everyone is saying or what's happening in everyone's countries or what, what inspired you today or what you want to share with everyone. Um, but the last one really is the value and leverage formula. You know, I have not met in my entire time with the Circle of Excellence group one client who doesn't have incredible value to offer their clients. You know, even if you never, ever go and develop a product again, even if you never start working on your blueprint with me, even if you just take what you have now and you slightly repackage it, you would probably have enough value to give your clients, your community, your planet, uh, your, your, your ecosystem for the remainder of your life. 
where I usually find people massively struggle is in leveraging that value. So in practical, boring terms, finding ways to spread the news or spread the word. Now, for you, that may be a marketing strategy. For you, it may be a sales strategy. For you, it may be a partnership strategy. For you, it may be employing a massive team that help you leverage. For you, it may be outsourcing. There's various ways for you to leverage, but I really want to inspire you or help you reconsider that. Don't jump into the massive product development syndrome again this year where you redo your product, you redo your website. You re now, I understand that's necessary from time to time, especially when you're a creative, especially when your value system has changed, especially when you feel like something fresh. But I've never met anyone who as exactly the way you are now, with exactly the resources you have now, you can create magic. And the only reason why you're not creating that magic and not reaching the masses is because you haven't found a way to leverage it. So this picture explains it very well to me. The value is the egg. The value for me is really what you've created and what you have to share with the world. That egg is full of meaning. It has a yolk in it that it has whites in it, it's already perfect. Everyone's egg looks different. So rather than focusing again on 2022 as a leader, on perfecting your egg, rather hatch that freaking thing. Hatch it and let it actually become a thousand birds that go out there and share your message. You know, your one little book, your one little course, your, your, your information that's in your head, all that already can massively contribute to people. But we keep on sitting on that egg. Get off the egg. Get off the egg and let these things hatch and start spreading them out into the world and find ways of leveraging and doing that that sits well with you. So that is really all I wanted to share with you today on meaning. Next week, um, I'm going to actually, or the next time I'm speaking, which is not next week, it will be someone else next week, but the next time I'm speaking about conscious leadership, I will be going now into the P. So remember, we have impact, I-M-P-A-C-T, how to make impact as a conscious leader. And then the next time I'll be drilling into positioning. And there specifically, we'll go and revisit your whole positioning strategy. We'll look at alpha behavior, how that fits now during these times, at how you can create substance, credibility, how you can better your social proof, how you can make use of transference, interaction dynamics, and the timing of sales. So I'll give you a lot of strategies you can use there. And of course, you don't have to use all of them. You may look at this uh, the next time I go and go speak and go, you know, I'm going to create impact by using topic two and topic seven. And that is good enough for me. So I'm going to stop the share now. And uh, I'm just quickly stopping the recording. So from this point onwards,